What is up, CSP fam? This video podcast is dedicated to talking about principles and ideas that help you brand your business by using story-based marketing. Remember, your brand isn't what you say about your organization. It's about what other people tell other people about your organization. So with some time elapsed already, let's dive right in. Quality, that's a loaded word, but today I want us to think about what quality looks like in our own fields. Quality is the highest talked about standard in online reviews. Second to that is customer service. But here with me today to talk all things quality is Emma White. Emma has been in the construction industry for years and owns her own business called Mission Contracting. Emma has done work on each of my homes and the quality of work and customer service is above and beyond any other contractor I've ever worked with. She is a good friend, we have written and done music together, and she is an amazing and talented musician. Emma, thanks for being here. Thank you, glad to be here. Uh, So (laughs) Emma, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and how you got into building houses? I was actually living in Tennessee and um, doing something totally different in the music world. And that didn't pay the bills. Mm. So I was writing. I They tried to make an artist out of me. It wasn't working out quite right. So I feel like that's a song. They tried to make an artist out of me. They tried to make an artist that out of me. That should be a song. You should write yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good idea. We'll have to collab <laughs> on that. Um, yeah, no, so I took what, it, what little money I had made writing music. Um, and I bought in with another individual into an existing remodeling company that already Mm. had a remodeler's license. I did that for a few years. I learned. I had a lot. I still have a lot of learning to do, but I had a lot of learning to do. I didn't grow up in construction or anything like that. So um, I learned humbly every day for the first Mm. many years. And then after a while, we ended up splitting up the company. I went and got my builder's license. And that's where mission contracting was born. Okay. So yeah, Mission does um, a couple of different things. We've got our builder's license, so we can build homes from the ground up. So we, we do a little bit of everything with that. Um, and then we also do new construction installs for local semi-custom builders in the metro area. Um, so that can look like framing, roofing, siding, windows, gutters, oh, yeah. um, flooring, things like that. And then we also have a remodeling division. So Emma, I used you for multiple house projects on my homes, uh, one in St. Paul and the one in Elko. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, probably within the last two years, there was a certain project uh, that you did for me. Um, You stained my front porch and my deck. And uh, I noticed that uh, during the next summer came and some of the stain was just kind of faded and kind of coming off. And I just, I don't, I'm not a construction guy. So I just thought like, Hey, that's, that's how this goes. Uh, But you actually ended up calling me and saying, Hey, John, um, just wanted to ask you about your, your stain on your deck and your front porch. Like, is it all staying on? Is it coming off? And uh, I thought that was just, really interesting because one, I didn't call and complain. I wasn't calling you and complaining, but somehow like, I I think you had known that the stain had done this or you heard some stories. And so you actually reached back out to the customer that you did work for um, and asked about it when honestly, I wouldn't have called and complained anyways. So my, my, my question is, is like, what kind of brings out that line of thinking? I mean, 
for, for a business owner. I mean, really the customer wasn't going to call you, wasn't going to complain, but yet you as the owner of the business decided, I need to call this person and ask them about the quality of the product. Um, I guess it comes down to when you're looking at the root of it, uh, what's the actual objective behind the reason we're doing our work anyway. Hmm. So if it's to, um, send an invoice, collect a bill, ask for a Google review and move on, we probably could have done that without making a, a phone call back. Right. Um, but the idea was to leave you with a product you're satisfied with. Right. Um, our, our slogan is serving him by serving you. So mm. when that's the goal, um, it's not even really a question of, hey, we were made aware of an issue with a certain manufacturer with mm. a line of stain. And I remember that we had done your project using that line of stain. And so it wasn't a, well, should I call him or should we do? It's, right. It was a, absolutely, we're going to make sure that yeah. you are still satisfied with your product. And if not, we're going to address the issue and take care of it that yeah. way. And just to be clear, I was satisfied with the product <laughs> even when you called, You're but you came back nice You came back and redid it anyways, the next summer. So yes, that was, that was awesome. Thanks for, thanks for doing that. Um, can you tell us uh, more about kind of your standard of quality and what defines that for you in your industry? Yeah. So th I think there's two different ways to look. There's a broader way to look at that. And then there's a more specific, um, when you mentioned in the beginning here about having quality be the number one and then customer service being the number two, that to me is kind of breaking it down to like the, like you were re referencing a Google review right. or an online review. And with the online reviews, they will break it into categories. Were you satisfied with the quality, with the timeliness, right. with the overall, ex you know, where generally I think of quality as an overarching um, expectation. So with that comes the expectation of customer service where you're being treated respectfully. You've got communication mm. um, that you can rely on. Um, quality can also be broken down to service or product. Uh, which is what we're actually providing. So are you happy with the product that you're left with? Are you happy with um, the way in which it was installed mm. or the way in which your home was treated while we were doing the right. install? Um, and then just the managing expectations, I think, is being a business owner is such a big thing. Right. Actually, as I walked in today, I was handling yeah. one of those situations where it was um, you have, someone has an expectation that they were not, um, given clear understanding of prior to the project beginning. And now the consequence on the backside of that is we weren't able right. to, um, and this was actually for one of our employees, not for, a, a customer, but we had set the expectation for our, our employee that this was when he was to have something done. And by not being clear about that on the front end, it makes it a lot more difficult on the back mm. end to do some of the the backpedaling with it. So right. I think you brought up a really good point, something that uh, we didn't really touch on in our pre-interview questions. And that was, you talked about managing expectations. I mean, when we're talking about story branding your business, and we're talking about like what people say about your company, really, I mean, we can talk about quality, we can talk about time, we can talk about all those things. But really, what it ultimately has to come down to is managing the expectations of the customer. Mm -hmm. Um, and so kind of dive in deeper uh, a little bit to that. Like, what does that look like for you um, as a business owner? And how do you manage those expectations? Because, I mean, the customer has an understanding of what your product is. You have an uh, understanding of what your product is. Mm -hmm. How do you make both of you understand <laughs> the same thing on what your product is? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, 
I'd say it works differently in the new construction world than it does in the remodeling world, just specifically with our company. But it comes down to uh, being really clear at the point of sale of mm-hmm. especially so for for instance for our new construction customers we will at the end of it they expect to have a new home sure yeah. <laughs> you know we don't know what we're going to run into so when we're setting those expectations we're saying these are things that we we can expect to mm-hmm. occur on some level and what you can expect from us is to manage those mm. to uh, make sure that everything meets the code standard and then also to make sure that all decisions are being made um, with everyone in the know. So mm. you, the homeowner, get a say. If we have to tear this off and we say, okay, we need to replace um, something so that it meets code, you're going to be responsible for paying this much of it. We will cover that. You know, there's no surprises. Right. Which is really what managing expectations is. Right. That's, because when yeah. people are expecting no surprises, construction's not what they right. want to be messing right. with. Right, yeah. And no, and I mean, good surprises people can handle, sure, you know, yeah, but yeah. it's the bad yes. surprises that people go, what? And you know? specifically financially, I never, ever have a contract signed until everyone is aware of exactly how much they could be on the hook for out of oh, pocket. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll give them, you know, this is what I expect. And then this is what could happen because there's, there's unknowns involved right? and they don't sign. I don't even allow them to sign until mm. they're perfectly um, comfortable with whatever that is. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Um, uh, so would you say that there's a difference between uh, defining standards that measure the quality of work and getting trapped in perfectionism? Um, and how like, how would you know the difference? So especially when a customer's like, hey, this isn't right, this isn't right, this isn't right. They keep coming back, right? Mm-hmm. How do you define the quality of standard for them so they understand this is the type of work they're going to get um, versus them just always coming back to you and being like, it's never good enough. It's never right. Um, and kind of almost getting caught in that. Yeah. Like I said, the perfectionism of the quality of product. Yeah, that's tough. Um, and when it comes to laying our own heads down at night, that's something that we really do need to have a good grasp on because it's, um, it's a difficult industry to walk into another day of, if Mm. you don't have peace with where you ended the day before. So what I think the easier way to explain how we manage that would be to say, setting the expectation so that they understand this is the best we're going to be able to do. So when we're installing things on brand new homes that people are buying, they're not expecting anything less than perfect. Right. So when we have the the homeowners that will occasionally say, hey, this is bothering me or that's bothering me, a perfect example are nail heads. Sure. We have to fasten our, our wood siding. And so we paint the nail heads. And so you're not supposed to be able to see them, but we don't make them invisible. We paint sure. them. Yeah. And so there are some homeowners where we have to say, I understand you don't want to be able to see them, but the only way you're not going to be able to see them is if you close your eyes. <laughs> they are present right. in the seeing world. So mm-hmm. um, it's there are days where you just have to say, this is the very best it can be. Right. And you're going to have to come to peace with that because there's nothing else we can we can do. And of right. course, our goal is to always leave someone satisfied. I mean, you and I, all of us could probably be the kind of people that never stopped working until we right. were very happy with, you know, we decided it's perfect, right. but that's not a healthy way to live. That's right. not the balance God call us to right. pursue. And, <laughs> and, so. and unfortunately, uh, that's a constant struggle that like a lot of business owners mm-hmm do have, yeah. you know, they, they went into this because they had a drive, they had a passion. Um, That's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they wanted to, they do want to be the best yeah. at it. Right. Yeah. And so like, there's that co- competition, competitiveness to it, but at the same time, like 
they're their own worst critic because they're always going to be comparing themselves to yeah. someone else. Oh, you know, uh, that creative production studio down the road does way better job at lighting a video than, yeah. than we do or whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure it's the same in the construction e- yeah. industry. You're like, how did they get that siding so perfect so you couldn't see the nails? You know, or whatever. <laughs> Where are the nails? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. And it's like, like you, to your point, the entrepreneurs are probably the ones that take it very seriously, the whole do your best thing. And right. so I've always thought, you know, my parents used to say, we don't expect you to get straight A's, but if you can get straight A's, you better get straight A's. Right. So in the same way, I've I've had to learn doing my best means doing my best up until the point where I'm no longer my best anymore right. with everything else, with the balance. Right. So I could do my best in this one thing and take it to perfection, but what else suffers? That's not right. really my best. Right. Last question here. How has keeping quality standards affected what people say about your organization and products? And how does that help your business? Yeah, uh, great question. So I'd say the number one compliment we get or the the praise that we receive via reviews or whatever comes from people saying they stand by their work, Mm. which is a really, it it actually warms my heart as a business owner to hear things like that because it's not, they delivered a um, perfect process, experience, everything Mm. went fine, nothing ever went wrong. It's never that. It's always, um, we're happy with our our product. Mm. We're, We're satisfied with our products. It's high quality. Uh, the service went well because they stood by their expectations. And at the end, if there were questions, if there were callbacks, if there were issues mm-hmm. later on, they, they didn't abandon their beginning goal, which right. was to leave us satisfied. Right. So I would say that would be, um, how we maintain our qualities, our standard of quality. And that my friends is story branding. It's what others say about your organization, not what you say it is. So if you ever want to change the way others talk about your brand, start by asking yourself, how does my standard of quality affect what people say about my organization? That's all the time we have for today. Thanks, Emma, so much for being here and being with us on this podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel and like us on social media. I'm John Oney, and we'll see you next time.